This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased you are all here with me today. Our last live show for 2021. My God, what a year this has been. Uh, Really incredible. Of course, as usual, we take the last two weeks of the year off. Uh, that's my time to chill, relax, uh, have a vacation. And uh, I hope, you know, regardless, I know a lot of people are in some difficult situations, but I hope you find a way to take some time in these last two weeks of the year to do a little self-care, to find some peace in your own heart, to really um, be with yourself. Um, I hope you had a chance to catch last week's show. I had a wonderful guest on, uh, Nandar Matari, who's a wonderful meditation teacher, uh, originally from Minamar, uh, now living in Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, really a great conversation. If you missed it, please, please catch it on the replay. Um, so today, it's just you and me. I just thought for the last show of the year, uh, probably would be a good time for just the two of us to have a conversation. And our show today is all about creating the life you want. And uh, it just so happens, this is what our topic is of my little section from, of course, my book, Everyday Awakening. Um, And so this section is called, We Create Our Lives Through Our Focus, Energy, and Decisions. So here we go. Taking responsibility for our lives is not easy. It means accepting that we create all the good stuff and all the bad stuff in our lives. It means there is no one else to blame for our situation. Yet it also means that we are empowered to create something different. 
Often we fall into the trap of making excuses and blaming others for where we are in life. Blaming our parents, our teachers, our coaches, or our bosses, or our lovers. We may feel sad or angry or upset because of what someone else has done. Or we think we cannot do what we truly want because of our responsibilities to others. Yet, who agreed to, those, to be in those situations to begin with? We did. How we come to our choices and decisions may go far back. Perhaps a decision we made in school had far-reaching effects on our life. At the time, we had no clue how that one little choice would send us in a totally different trajectory. Yet step by step, we move toward one thing or away from another until we arrived here. The energy we put into each situation has consequences and moves us further towards or away from where we want. As days and weeks and months pass, We may forget our original choices. Years go by, and instead of being in one place, we are in a completely different place. So, who is to say that it's better or worse than someplace else? Ultimately, all that we know is that it is a place of our own making. It is a place formulated by our own choices. It is a situation that arises from the energy we have put out, which means we are responsible for where we are and what to do next about it. Yet, that means we have to take credit for all the bad as well as all the good around us. Yes, that means we have created our lives to be exactly how they are at this moment. The good news is that we can always learn to make different choices. As long as we are still breathing, we have an opportunity to do something different. The real question is, what are we going to do with this power? What are you going to create next in your life? What are you going to, where are you going to focus your energy? What new decisions are you going to make? So I, I wrote this a while ago, and this one is something that, that's been percolating, and I've been talking about this with coaching clients for a long time now, about how really when we learn to take responsibility for everything in our life, It's a very empowering place to be, but so many people are resistant to it because it's kind of scary to take responsibility for everything. We all want to take responsibility for the good stuff. Oh, yeah, I created that. Yes, I built this successful business. Yeah, I had this created this successful relationship. But we often don't want to take credit for all the failures, supposed failures, I'm going to say, for all the hard lessons we've learned, for all the challenges we've had to face. It just doesn't sit well with us because we have such judgment around what happened. Oh, no, I didn't take responsibility. No, it wasn't my fault that I lost millions of dollars. It was my partner who embezzled it from me. It was this one. It was that one. 
And every time we blame someone else for where we are in life, we give our power away to that person. It does not matter whether they're a spouse, a partner, a lover, a business partner, a sibling, a parent. The more we blame other people, the more we say we're a victim and we're not a creator. And as much as we're able to say, and I'd like to bring this down on a practical level, as much as we're able to say, hey, I created my life. How, did we, how do we create our lives, right? This whole show is about creating the life you want. How do we create that? It's in the title of this section of my book. Through our focus, our energy, and our decisions. What are we choosing to focus on in the given moment? Where are we putting our energy? How are we showing up? And what kinds of decisions are we making because of that? Now, there's also a big key, and I'm going to get to that a little bit later in the show, that turns all this on its head and can help us to feel extremely much more empowered and to also feel a lot better about our lives. But I want to lay the foundation first. And, and, and this section, you know, I'm really talking about myself when I talk about how making decisions and we have no idea how it ends up. And, and I've often said, and I've said to different people individually and I've said in different seminars and workshops I've done, that my own life is such an example of this because I can trace things back and I'm sure it even goes further back than this, but there was one little decision I made that completely changed the course of my life. And that was very simply what college I was going to go to for my first year of college. And, you know, it's interesting how we don't often realize, especially when we're so young, like how a little decision like that, and maybe it's not such a little decision, but how it has reverberation and repercussions throughout the rest of our life. And indeed, why? It wasn't about the education. It wasn't about the fact that I, I mean, I didn't even graduate from the college I went to for my first year. I transferred out, went to a different college and graduated somewhere else. It was about the people that I met. And it was about the long lasting impact that those situations and those relationships had on my life. And indeed, if I had not, and, and just to give you a little more details about the story, uh, I actually, I applied to a bunch of, of colleges in New York State, a lot of the, the, the state university colleges, uh, Albany, Binghamton, Stony Brook, and I was actually really planning on going to Stony Brook. As a matter of fact, I got the acceptance letter and I filled out the form and I just, I didn't mail it the day I filled it out. I was going to mail it the next day. And, and the reason I was going to go to Stony Brook is I really wanted to be a physics major. They had a strong uh, science department. And for me personally, what was important is I knew a lot of people who were, um, a year ahead of me in high school who were seniors when I was a junior who ended up going to Stony Brook. So I thought, Oh, I'll go there. I'll, I'll at least know some people. And then I get this letter from the school that I had visited in Hoboken, New Jersey, Stevens tech, 
which I didn't even pay that much attention when I went there. I had actually no real desire to go there. I was only applied there to appease my mom because she being a school teacher, some of the school teachers she taught with their husbands, there were two people actually, whose husbands were professors at this, at this school. So I thought, okay, what's the big deal? I'll apply. So the day I was going to mail back my acceptance to, to Stony Brook, I get this letter from Stephen saying, oh, we're giving you a, a partial grant. We arrange a student loan. So basically, you have no out-of-pocket expense except for room and board for your first year of, of college. And I was like, oh. And I was just like, I, I, I could hear my mom's voice. Oh, you can't not take this. All this, this stone loan, this grant, this scholarship. You know, how can you give up something so valuable? And I really was torn about it. And then I went to, to uh, one of my teachers, Mr. Elenko, who was my social studies teacher in, in my senior year of high school. And he was really the only teacher I felt like I had a good relationship with. He was funny. He was engaging. I really liked him. You know, my, my, my sophomore and junior year, I did lousy in social studies. My senior year was the only year I did well. I got, I don't know, 90 something average, mostly because of him, because he motivated me by being who he was. So I was motivated to really do well. And I said to Mr. Elenko, I was like, Mr. Elenko, I, I got an acceptance to Stony Brook and to Stevens. I don't know which one to take. To where to go and he'd like and, and without even giving it a second thought he said oh go to stevens it's a much better school much better school and stevens had a reputation for being a very good engineering school but it had this reputation in my opinion for actually not a very good reason after i experienced this because they'd let a whole bunch of people in and then they would fail half of the freshman class and then if the people came back to be sophomores They'd fail more of them before they became juniors. And then like a quarter of those people ended up graduating and becoming seniors. So because they had high, such a high attrition rate, so they had this good reputation among academia. But the truth is, that's to, now I have a different perspective. It's like, why let all these people in? It was all a money-making scheme. If I had never gone to Stevens, though, I never would have met the people who put me on my spiritual path to begin with. And, and, and that year and the following 10 to 13 years completely changed the course of my life. Not necessarily in a very good way, but, but in a very profound way. However, I decided I was never going to regret that decision because of the things that happened afterwards. And indeed, I, I, my whole life changed because of that one decision. Now, I didn't have to make that decision. In a way, I kind of gave my power away to my social studies teacher. If I had really chosen what I wanted, my life would be completely different. However, can I say it would be any better, any worse? I have no clue. I have no clue because I'd probably be someplace completely different. So we're just beginning to get started with it. This, is, this episode is all about... Uh, creating the life we want. This section I was reading called We Create Our Lives Through Our Focus, Energy, and Decisions is in my book, Everyday Awakening, which you can get, of course, at www.everydayawakeningbook.com. And when we come back, I will continue my story and uh, we will continue on uh, about uh, uh, how else 
uh, we create our lives and the secret sauce, which isn't even in the section about really getting how juicy life is and, and how being happy with life, it's so much easier than we think. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live and all over the podcasting platforms. And we'll be right back after this. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, my last live show for 2021. I hope you all have enjoyed the shows uh, throughout this year. We've had some amazing guests, uh, touched upon a number of really important topics. Um, and uh, today, I think probably you know one of the most important ones, which is creating the life we want. And so I, I was reading the first section and uh, talking about how we create our lives through our focus, our energy, and our decisions. And I was focusing primarily on decisions because to me, it, it's like when you say, oh, we create the life through our energy. And when our energy, I mean by like how we're showing up, what's the energy we bring into a room? You know, what's the energy we bring into our life? Sometimes that feels a little woo-woo to people. Sometimes like, oh, I, I don't know what you mean by that. But when I talk about how we create our lives through our decisions, people can relate to that. Now, one of the key challenges is we think we make decisions rationally. We totally do not. We make decisions emotionally. 
And, and I sort of gave the example of one little decision I made when I was 17 years old about which college to go to had massive impact on the rest of my life. Now, why did I make that decision? I actually didn't make that decision very logically. I think I did. No, I was making that decision to appease my mom, ultimately. And I have to own that decision because it was my choice. It was my decision. I did not have to make that decision. I did not have to appease her. I very easily could have said, no, I'm not going there. I'm going to Stony Brook. But I didn't. And you know what? As my mom used to say, you can't cry over spilt milk. So I have to own that decision. So I do. I've owned that decision every day since then. And oftentimes I do think about it. I think about how would my life have been different? Meeting different people probably might not have been ever put on a spiritual path. Could be, I might, would not be the conscious consultant today. Um, could be totally different. Now, would it be better? Would it be worse? Who knows? I really don't know. I have no clue. I like to say life often has a better imagination than I do. So trusting in life has become a big, big part of my life. So creating the life that we want, how do we create the life that we want? Well, through our decisions. So how do we make better decisions? Well, as I've mentioned many times on the show, the part of us that we make decisions from, you know, our mind is really lousy at making decisions makes bad decisions all day long and never apologizes. But when we make decisions from our heart, or rather from our gut, actually, and scientists have found that that the heart has a whole neural network, the gut has a whole neural network, our neurons are not just in our brain, they're different kinds of neurons, but there's a neural net elsewhere. Our body is very, very intelligent. You know, I had somebody one time tell me that we're splenic beings, meaning our spleen, which is in our gut, is really a decision-making device. And how do you access your spleen to make decisions? Your spleen is that part of the body that's a very basic, very guttural, very sort of yes and no sort of decision device. Uh Uh-huh, uh-uh, uh-huh, uh-uh. And if you can bring your decisions down to just a yes or a no, an uh-huh or uh-uh. That, that is gold. That really gives it to you. Do I do this or do I do this? Yes or no? Uh-huh, uh-uh. Do I do that instead? Uh-huh, uh-uh. And if you get to no, don't do either of them, then maybe there's another decision out there. Oftentimes we think, We only have two choices when, in fact, we have multiple choices. We have thousands of choices about just about everything, just not necessarily the choices we like because we don't like the consequences of those choices, but they're still our choices. So being rational, being logical, highly overrated. Now, look. This is not to say we should ignore our our mind. This is not to say we should ignore our rationality and just be completely emotional. Actually, I'm not even talking about being emotional. Talking to really tuning into the cells of our bodies. To me, an uh uh-huh, a yes to something is something that feels expansive. 
You just feel into it. Does it feel like something that's growing, that's bigger, that's, that, that's more space, more room to it? Or do you feel some constriction? Do you feel tightness? Do you feel like, like some shrinking from it? And if both choices give you a contractive feeling, what choice would give you an expansive feeling? See, the questions we ask, so, so important. If we can't find one that feels right, then maybe we just need to ask ourselves, what would feel right? And say, yeah, but Sam, the the solution that would feel right is one that, that I can't do. Well, instead of saying it's the one you can't do, maybe we need to ask, how could we do it? How can it come about? How do we need to show up? And this is really the important one. How do we need to show up in order to cultivate even the possibility of it? Again, how we show up in the world determines a lot our actions, our energy, the universe responds to that. How we are being in the moment. Last week uh, with with Nadar, we talked all about meditation and taking that time out so that you can be clean energetically so that when you show up, just taking that moment before you enter into a situation so you enter into it in a way that's empowered and fulfilling and that feels right is so important. Yet how often do we do that? How often do we give ourselves that space? So if you want to make better decisions in your life, lots of space, lots of space. For me, and, it, and it, things like knowing your human design, knowing your astrological chart, your numerology, knowing all these different personality types and stuff, not to be confined by them, but kind of getting more insight in how you operate is always very helpful so that you operate from a a more empowered place. And something that the person who gave me my human design, Stephen Robolito, who's been on my show a couple of times, Something he said to me in that very first session, he said, you know what, in the moment, you don't even know what you feel. You're not even sure what is the right way. The most important thing you can say and when you're confronted with a choice is, let me sleep on it. I need, I need 24 hours. I need to sleep on it. I need to give it some time. And when I give it some time, then sort of the right choice begins to perkle up. Then I start to feel into it. And then, mm, yeah, that feels good or it doesn't feel good. Or I think it feels good. No, maybe I need some more clarity. It takes a little time. So I think that's something that, you know, a lot of us can benefit from. Now, sometimes we don't have that luxury. Sometimes we do have to make a decision in, the, in this split second. And sometimes when we make that decision in the blink of an eye and we do it really fast before we have a chance to think about it, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes those are the best decisions we make. So how do we create the life that we want? It's by making the decisions that we want. It's by focusing on the things that we want. 
It's by bringing our energy to the things that we want. It's taking action towards the things that we want. And being really clear, do you really want it or not? Do we really want it or not? Because when we really want something, it's so interesting. We will move mountains. We will do whatever it takes to get there. Many of you have heard me talk about becoming a facilitator that happened during this past year in the ceremonial work that I do. I really wanted that. I showed up. I put my time in. I spent more time training than most people that I know. And I would have spent even more time if that's what it took. Because it's something that I really wanted. It called to me. And sometimes we want something or something calls to us and we have no idea why. And that's where the real magic of life comes in. You know, there's this important distinction that my dear friend Jennifer Huff brought to me. That that. I think I kind of knew it unconsciously, but I never really thought of it and I never really give words to it. But she talks about, as opposed to us living life, it's life being lived through us. Now, how's that for a change of perspective? Maybe it's not about creating the life you want to live, Maybe it's about allowing the life that wants to be lived through you to come about. What if it's not about us? What if it has nothing to do with us? What if it's about what's being called up from someplace deep within ourselves that wants to come through us? Suddenly, that's a very different perspective. Suddenly, we're not the person to blame and we're not the person to take credit. We're just a vessel. We're just a vehicle. We're just an opportunity for life to come through us. How's that for a different perspective on creating the life you want? All right. Halfway through the show, we got to take a break. And I will give you an even another perspective to change things on its head and to maybe take some of the pressure off. Sometimes we feel we've got to know our purpose in life. We've got to do this. We've got to do it right. We've got to do it perfect. Well, maybe there's a different perspective and a different way of looking at it so that it doesn't feel so stressful. And we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And we will be right back with the rest of our show after this. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. To the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I really appreciate you all and I appreciate you sticking with me through this show. It's just me and you talking about creating the life you want. And I talked a lot about in the first segment about sort of taking responsibility for our lives, for all of it the good, the bad, the ugly, the unexpected, uh, the good decisions we made, the bad decisions we made. And that's often a very difficult thing for people to do because we love to take credit for the things that feel good and we hate to take credit for the things that don't feel good. Well, how about this? What if it was all perfect? What if we take away these human perspectives of good and bad? And what if everything that's happened in our lives, every decision we've made, every place we've been, all the things we've been through, what if it was all exactly what it was supposed to be? What if it was all perfect because it brought us to where we are today? What if the most painful, the most difficult, the most challenging parts of our lives were actually always supposed to be there? informed who we are more than anything else and gave us the opportunity to to create a pathway not just for ourselves from those challenged different difficult times to where we are now but to create again in my friend jennifer's terminology a bridge from what was to what is and that if we take quote-unquote, badness out of it. Look, uncomfortable? Sure. Challenging? Absolutely. But was it really bad? Or was it just a part of this whole experience we call life? I went through an extremely difficult, dark period of my life for about six years after 
college, actually during and after college, when I was living with my friend who I've mentioned before, who was schizophrenic. Living with a schizophrenic is no picnic. It was the most challenging time of my life. But in some ways, it informed who I am today, almost more than any other aspect of my life. Now, obviously, things I had experienced as a young child informed me to make the decision to put myself in that situation because it was completely voluntary. Nobody put a gun to my head. Uh, You know, I made the choice of my own free will. But had I not made that choice, who knows where I'd been? 11 years ago in, in 2010, I got a message through Facebook, um, a friend of mine account that it was his brother. And he said, Sam, I just wanted to let you know, David passed away. He died, committed suicide. And David had been my friend. I mean, I'd known him since probably kindergarten. We went to the same elementary school, went to the same junior high school. When junior high school is when we really became close and became, I mean, he was my best friend, I think, all the way through graduating high school. Um, you know, I was at, we were at each other's weddings. Well, and I had no idea he'd been suffering from depression most of his life. To me, he had it all. He was just like me, came from a nice Jewish family in the Bronx, had an older brother, older sister, around the same ages of my older brother and older sister. Um, His parents were a little less educated than my parents, but more successful in a way. His dad owned first a little candy store, newspaper stand near Yankee Stadium. Then he bought a uh, a stationery store up in in Scarsdale. Um, He seemed to have more money. He was seemed to be more together, better looking than me, you know, more in shape. He loved baseball. You know, he had better girlfriends than me, <clears throat> you know, always kind of, uh, I looked up to him. But then to find out that he committed suicide, I was heartbroken. Especially at the time, <clears throat> I always felt that if he had come to me, that there were probably things I could have done to help him. I'd just gotten the healing center, had all kinds of modalities and therapies, but I had no clue. And I often thought that that old expression there, but for the grace of God, go I. You know, even though, and, and he had, when he killed himself, he had a wife who loved him, uh, two young boys um, who were wonderful kids, a successful business. I mean, On the outside, all of the apparent trappings of a successful life. But inside, there was something missing. And in some ways, I mean, I hate to say it, he was kind of more superficial than me. But I could have easily have been that way had I not had those very difficult experiences early on in life. And so... Was it a bad thing that I chose to help my friend out and move in with my friend who was schizophrenic and do all this stuff? Who knows? Who knows where I would have ended up? Maybe I wouldn't have had the emotional fortitude to deal with the other pressures in life. I don't know. But maybe that's exactly what was supposed to happen in my life.
what if life actually knows better for us what our path is than we do? And what if none of our decisions, none of our choices, none of the things we focused on, none of the energy we've put out there has ever, ever been wrong? What if there is no wrong? What if our life is merely a result of the path we've been born to live, to evolve, to grow, to bring us to this point in life where suddenly we're making our choices differently to be able to deal with all the challenges around us? Indeed, what if life is actually perfect and we just can't see the perfection? Now, look, this is not to say that uh, we get a free pass and we can go out and commit robberies and do whatever we want, kill people and rape people and do all kinds of stuff like that. That is not what I'm saying. That is not how a conscious person lives. But what if in this grand design of this universe... Again, taking this human judgment out of it. We stop judging things as good as bad. Stop judging our life as good or bad. Stop judging what we experience as good or bad. It's just what we're experiencing. Creating the life we want. We are always creating the life we want. Because if we didn't want it, we would change. We would make different choices. We would change our environment, change our location, change our relationships. We first have to recognize this is exactly what we want. And we can want something different. And we can create something different. And we can move in a different direction. And six months from now, we can decide, oh, it doesn't feel so good now. I think I'm going to change again. And a year later, oh, no, nah, not really where I want to be and change again. Right? That's the beauty. That's, that's the essence of free will. We can always make a different decision, a different choice. Now, look, things do happen to us. Absolutely. We have no control over the weather over, uh, you know, the big forces in this world. Um, As an example, like the woman I had on last week, she was from Myanmar, you know, a a, a military dictatorship. You know, you don't have certain freedoms in that kind of environment, external freedoms, but you do have the internal freedoms. I mean, Nelson Mandela is such an amazing example of this, who spent decades in prison, but he didn't allow them to imprison his mind and his heart and his soul. It's not about our external circumstances. Now, look, do we all strive for freedom? Do we all want a more comfortable life? Do we all want good? Absolutely. This is not negating any of those desires. But the most important thing we bring to life is what is inside of us. And we Always, 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 let me say that one more time, always have a choice of how we decide to show up. We can choose to see life as oppressive, or we can choose it to see life as a gift. We can choose to see what happens as good and bad, 
or we can choose to see it as our natural growth and evolution. Now, I happen to be one of those crazy people who believe in reincarnation. I believe that we have an an eternal soul inside of us that comes through us. And then when we die, it leaves us and it comes back again. And we are on this continual path of unfoldment and growth. So sometimes it's hard to see the big, 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 big picture of our soul's evolution. And sometimes, yes, we need to experience some horrendous incident in order for our soul to grow. And oftentimes, it is the perspective that we take on it that makes the biggest difference. And this was so poignantly highlighted to me a number of years ago when I met this wonderful uh, gentleman, JC, who, who edited and put together this book called Thank God I. And it was filled with stories of people who had been through such challenging, difficult times. But it eventually led them to a place of empowerment and joy. So it was filled of stories of like, thank God I got cancer. Thank God I got fired. Thank God I got raped. Thank God I got this. Now, look, again, this is not giving people a free pass to go out and hurt people. You know, I'm a big believer in, in at first do no harm. You know, look, should we be taking better care of our environment? Absolutely. But not because it's quote unquote good or bad, because it'll make our lives better, because it will make the lives of our children and our grandchildren better. There are decisions that we make that have repercussions. It doesn't, it doesn't take away our responsibility. But it adds to it a level of confidence, a level of peace that when we are truly paying attention to what feels expansive, what feels right, what feels in our body when we're really connected to it is the right choice to make, then even if it doesn't turn out the way we expect, and most of the times it doesn't turn out the way we expect, it is always the right choice. Because it is the right choice, whether it works out the way we want or we don't want, because it will bring us to another place in our lives, which will then bring us to another place and another place and another place. And the place it will bring us to, again, it's our choice, is a joyful journey. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that in our last segment coming up after this break. Please stay with me. I'm going to finish this off for the year, and and I really hope you'll stay tuned. So you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. This is my last show for 2021. We will be right back with you after this. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. 
Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4pm, every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership, here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're in the home stretch now. Creating the life you want. Millions of little choices, decisions. Where do we put our focus and our energy? Ultimately, what is it that we really want? Forget all the external trappings, but what is it that we really want to experience in life? And it's joy. It's happiness, fulfillment, contentment. How do we create the life that we want? It's living life every day, finding a way to have fun, to be joyful, to enjoy the moment, no matter how difficult it is. By just asking the question, How can I have more fun with this? How can I be more playful with this? How can I be more joyful? I did a whole episode on living life in the dash. And if you haven't heard that one, please go to the podcasting platforms and and listen to it. And what is the dash? The dash is the dash on your tombstone between your birth date and your death date. Because life is not lived on the day you were born or the day you die. It's lived in all the days in between. So often we get caught up with the achievement, with the goals, with having to get here or get there. And once I get this done, I'll be happy. And once I get that done, I'll be happy. But anyone who's lived that way knows before too long, you're never happy. Because there's always another goal. Once you reach a goal, you're happy for 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, five minutes. And it's like, I need another goal. I got to do something else. And so our happiness is always put off by the next achievement and the next achievement and the next achievement. And we miss this amazing opportunity 
which is to be joyful in the moment, because the moment is all we really have. This moment, right here, right now, it's all we really have. And when we recognize that life is actually perfect, a perfection beyond our understanding, why shouldn't we be joyful? Why not be happy? Why not live every day like it's an amazing, wonderful day? And the funny thing is, if we start off with that premise, more than likely, we will have an amazing, wonderful day. At least we'll have a lot more of them than we will if we start off thinking like, oh, my God, this day is going to be awful and so hard. And, oh, I can't believe all these things I got to do. And like, oh, we work ourselves up into a frenzy of ridiculousness. Life is lived in the present moment. You want to create a life, the life you want, start living it now, today, this moment, the moment you stop listening to this show. Make this day the day you want it to be. Because it's not about the outside world. It's not about our outside circumstances. It's not about whether we can go someplace or be somewhere or do something with somebody or not. It's all an inside job and it's all a choice. We can always choose to be happy. It isn't, our happiness is not dependent on anyone else, on anything else, on our environment, anything. We can find a reason to be happy in any given moment. The question is, do you want to find that time? We can find the time. We can find that reason. We can find a reason why to be happy. There's an old expression. Uh, I used to be upset that I had no shoes until I saw a man who had no feet. Sometimes we're so focused on those things that we don't have and we allow the lack of something to allow us to be unhappy and and down and upset instead of focusing on what we do have. Another wonderful expression that I love, (laughs) I say to myself often, any day above ground is a good day. Any day we're still breathing, we can still make a different choice. You can make a choice of how you live your life. You see, creating the life you want is not about achieving things. It's not about getting the perfect job. It's not about having the perfect lover, the perfect spouse, the perfect partner, the perfect house, living in the perfect situation. Creating the life you want is living it the way you want to live it. Do you want to live Set in a place of sadness? Do you want to live in a place of upset? Do you want to live in a place of, of anxiety and, and, and live in a place of, of, of feeling awful? Or do you want to live in a place of being happy, of being joyful, of being playful, of, of just seeing this world as such an amazing opportunity to create and do and connect and 
there's so much, there's so much juiciness to life. Show life what kind of life you want. Live it. It's all of our choices. Every day. And look, do we get it perfect all the time? Of course not. We're human beings. We don't have to get it perfect all the time. Because life is perfect. It's really all about just how we want to feel. You want to feel a certain way in a given moment? Find a reason to feel that way in a given moment. Does not matter. Does not matter any information, anything on the outside. It purely matters what's on the inside, what's in our heart, what's in our minds, what's in our bodies. We can choose to have the life we want any time we want it. Now, it's a practice. Being joyful, being happy, being okay with what is, is a practice. But guess what? The more you do it, the more you practice it, the easier and easier and easier it gets. Hell, am I joyful? Am I happy all the time? Of course not. But is that the direction I lean in? Absolutely. Do I forget sometimes? 100%. When I remember, do I lean in that direction again? Absolutely. And it's one of the beautiful things because the more we remember, the more we lean into it, the easier and easier it gets to remember, to lean into it. You all have the life you want right now. It's just your choice to recognize it for what it is. Look, there, it was an immense billions of calculations for the exact chemistry to come together, for your ancestors to come together, for things to evolve on the planet, in this universe, for two people to meet, a sperm and an egg to come together, for you to be born, for you, not to, for you to be born alive, for you to still be here today. So many things had to happen. It is mind-boggling. So if so many millions of coincidences had to come together for you to become out and be you, the universe must think you're a good idea. And if the universe thinks you're a good idea, then let's use that as a reason to be happy. Let's use that as a reason to cultivate and live the life we want to live. This is my gift. This is my present to you. Why not give it a shot? Just try it. Don't believe a word I say. Listen to this show again. Listen to this episode again. Don't believe a word. Try it on. Just try it on like you're trying on a pair of shoes in the store. Walk around in it. See if it's comfortable for you or not. If it is, great. Keep practicing. If it's not, toss it out. I hope these words that I've spoken this hour have supported you in some way, have made you feel a certain way that supports where you want to go, who you want to be, what you want to do. But ultimately, it's your life. I can't live it for you. I can only live my life. I love my life. I really do. 
And I will take my challenges in my life any day over the alternative, which is not to live. Nope, sorry, I choose life. I will choose life every single time. No matter how painful, no matter how traumatic, no matter how unexpected. It's just my choice because I'd rather enjoy the moment. I'd rather have this moment and I'd rather share it with you. So thank you all for being with me on this adventure. Thank you all for tuning in with me and being with me throughout this show. Starting in January, we'll be back live with new shows. The station, of course, is dark. We've got uh, tonight's shows. We've got the Friday shows. But uh, next week, starting December 20th, we're, we're dark. No new shows. We'll just be rerunning. You can pop into the stream. You'll hear some different shows at different times. But we'll be there. We have some more new shows joining the network. We're going to be having lots of announcements to make in January. So I hope you will stay with us. Thank you for being with me. Thank you. Truly, from my heart to your heart. And I hope this holiday season, I hope this Christmas, Hanukkah, well, Hanukkah already passed, New Year's, I hope you make the choice to live the life you want. Thank you for tuning in. I won't be talking to you next week or the week after, but I'll be talking to you next year. So thank you for tuning in. Take care now. We'll see you in January. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? 
I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.